Yo, 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 today is Free Ride Friday, so hang out to the end of the episode to learn who won this week's free ride to the $100 MBA. Every week, we give away a free ride to our training and community, over 180 video lessons, workbooks, interviews with experts, ask questions anytime, a whole lot more. You can win a free ride, a lifetime membership. Just leave us an iTunes rating and review and you enter our weekly draw. To learn more, just go to 100mba.net slash show. You can win the free ride next week. Let's jump into today's episode. Hey, welcome to the Hunter RMBA show. Whether in sickness or in health, I got your back with our daily 10 minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co founder of the $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. From the get-go, let me just apologize for sounding so horrible. I have a bit of a cold, but the show must go on. We are committed to giving you value-packed daily lessons every single day, so I'm going to push through. Today, you will learn how to handle chargebacks, not refunds. Chargebacks are a bit different from refunds, and they can be a bit of a problem. A chargeback is when a customer contacts their bank and says, hey, I didn't make this purchase on my card or I don't want this purchase on my card. Please contact the vendor and let them know that this is not a valid charge. This is not an authorized charge. And this is called a chargeback. The bank will contact you and or your payment gateway and let them know that this is not an authorized charge. This could be a bit of an issue. How to handle it properly is important. That's what today's lesson is all about. So let's get down to business. $100 MBA show is sponsored by NADEX, Binary Options Trading. As a listener to the $100 MBA, you know how far $100 can go, and so does NADEX. With just $100, you can get started. With NADEX, Binary Options, you trade on whether you think the market will be above or below a certain point by a certain time. Go to NADEX.com and open up your free account. That's NADEX, N-A-D-E-X.com. Futures, options, and swaps trading involves risk and may not be appropriate for all investors. A chargeback is not good news for you for many reasons. One, it means that the sale is not going to go through, meaning that you're going to have to refund that money. Two, it reflects very poorly on you as an actual merchant. So your merchant account or your payment processor, say for example, like PayPal or Stripe, when they see you have too many chargebacks or too frequent chargebacks, they're going to close your account. It's a serious, serious thing because it looks like fraud. Now, I don't want you to get too nervous. There's many reasons why a chargeback could happen, and there's different ways to handle it. Now, let me give you the different scenarios of why a chargeback would happen. One, it could be an innocent mistake where the actual consumer sees something on their statement, on their credit card statement, and doesn't recognize that sale, doesn't recognize that purchase. So, for example, on their credit card, it might say PayPal payment, and that's it. Now, the customer might say, I didn't buy anything with PayPal in the last week. So they might say, you know, this is an unauthorized charge. I'm going to flag it. So it's a good idea on your thank you page or on your thank you email is actually better to show what the payment processor is going to say on the credit card. Say you're going to get on your credit card a, a uh, charge that says this. And it could be PayPal or whatever it displays. Sometimes it's like PayPal hyphen, you know, uh, 100 MBA. We don't use PayPal, but that's just an example. So that's one scenario where it's just an innocent mistake. The customer does not recognize that charge. That's why regardless of any of the scenarios I'm going to show you today, you should always contact the customer and ask them, you know, what's going on? You know, this is, uh, I got an email that you want to charge back from your credit card. 
are you sure you want to refund this payment or refund this sale because this is referring to this product or this course or whatever you sold to them? They might be like, oh yeah, you're right. I will go and call my bank and cancel it. And then you're in the clear and you're fine. But regardless, you should always email the customer and just see if you can clear it out maybe in one or two emails. Maybe it's just a mistake. The second scenario when this would happen, a chargeback would happen, is actual fraud. Somebody stole somebody's credit card and is buying things or buying products using their credit card. In this case, you're going to have to honor the chargeback. This is just something that happens and it's part of business. It's not as frequent as maybe people think it is, but it's going to happen. And your payment processor understands that it's going to happen as long as it's not happening every week or three, four times a month. In this case, you still contact the customer. Most likely, it's a made-up email address that they use to buy the actual product, but it's good just to contact them anyway to find out what's going on. At the very least, maybe they'll say, oh my gosh, I got caught. I'm going to start using this person's card or stop doing whatever I'm doing. Who knows? But the point is, is that at that point, you're going to have to honor the chargeback and you're going to have to issue the refund with your payment processor. Some payment processors do it automatically and some of them you have to initiate the refund. So check out your payment processor for details. The third scenario where chargebacks can happen and is the most frequent time is when you have an affiliate program. This is the fraudster's playground. And I know this from experience because Nicole and I had products where we opened it up to the public for affiliates. And we actually closed them and we're very sensitive to actually having affiliate programs that are not internal. Why? What happens is that somebody who steals somebody's identity or credit card information becomes an affiliate of your product. They then use their affiliate link to purchase products with that stolen credit card so they can earn affiliate commission. Most of the time, what happens is they earn the commission before they actually get caught and the owner of the credit card realizes their credit card number has been stolen. So they get the commission and they're not really worried about the product itself. Usually it's a digital product and they don't even open it and they don't really care. They're just looking to make money through the affiliate program. And what happens is that you end up paying the affiliate automatically because you don't know it's fraud until it gets reported. And then you have to pay back the fraudulent charge, the unauthorized charge. So you're hit twice. It's like you're paying twice. And that can get really frustrating really quickly. So you got to be very careful if you're going to run an open affiliate program, meaning that anybody from the public can sign up to become an affiliate and promote your product. What a lot of people do now is to protect themselves is have an internal affiliate program where they control payouts and you'd have to be an actual buyer of the program or the product to become an affiliate. There's still risk there, but you really minimize the risk. There's a few things I need to point out when it comes to chargebacks, how to handle it, and how to have a system in place in your business. But before that, I got to show some love to today's sponsor, Spark Business from Capital One. Today's episode is powered by Spark Business from Capital One, providing unique small business solutions for entrepreneurs who expect better from themselves and their bank. Whether you're looking for growth strategies, financial management tips, or leadership lessons, turn to sparkbusinessiq.com. The Spark Business IQ team keeps an ear to the ground and stays current on the latest business trends and strategies to help you improve your business outcomes. They talk to business owners like you to learn from and share stories of their success and challenges. Spark Business IQ is designed to deliver insights, tips, and inspiration to business owners at all stages of growth. Visit Spark Business IQ to learn how Spark Business by Capital One can help you ignite positive change for your business. Like I said at the top of the episode, having too many chargebacks can be a serious problem for you and your payment gateway. You may not be able to have a payment gateway to actually process credit cards on your website if you don't have it under control. 
There are a few things you can do to actually minimize chargebacks. One of them is making sure you have an SSL certificate. An SSL certificate is something that gets put on your actual domain and host to make sure all transactions are secure. That's when you see that little lock in your browser and instead of it being HTTP, it becomes HTTPS for secure. An SSL certificate is really inexpensive. It's like $10 a year and you can get it from your domain provider or your hosting provider. It's actually quite inexpensive. Another thing you could do is have a clear FAQ area or instruction for refunds. You may even wanna put it in the footer, refund questions, and you just click that and it has clear instructions on how to process a refund, how do they contact you, so you can initiate the refund. When you refund somebody through your payment processor, it's not seen as something bad, it's fine. That's just part of doing business. Chargebacks look bad because it's being initiated by their bank and it looks like fraud. Some people, when they want to refund something, they don't even bother contacting the company. They just contact their bank and say, hey, I didn't authorize this charge. Please make sure that this is you know, removed from my statement. And that's when the chargeback happens. So having clear instructions really helps. Maybe in your thank you email, you can have, if you have any questions about your product or need any help, please visit our FAQ section. Most people find the answer they're looking for within seconds. That really helps a lot of businesses lower their chargebacks. Lastly, like I said, if you're going to do an affiliate program, make sure it's an internal one. Uh, this is just my opinion. Some people don't agree with me. They think an affiliate program that's open to the public maximizes sales, but I found that it can get really messy and sometimes it's not worth all the trouble of all those chargebacks that you get. All right, guys, that wraps up today's lesson, but it's time to announce this week's Free Ride Friday winner. Who won the free ride, the lifetime membership to the $100 MBA this week? And the winner is Ben Bennett, 2311. Ben Bennett says, Mind Ninjas, five stars. This podcast is like a daily vitamin, only it goes down easy. I recommend this show to anyone who values their time and likes learning efficiently. Omar delivers pure knowledge with a lot of takeaways and does so with zero fluff. Nicole does an excellent job keeping the show sounding great and professional. The $100 MBA show is so good that it gets my first podcast review ever. Thank you so much, Ben. And welcome to the $100 MBA. You are a Free Ride Friday winner. Your mission is to email us at contact at 100mba.net so we can hook you up with the free ride to the $100 MBA. Guys, you too can win a free ride. Just drop us an iTunes rating and review. It takes two minutes. And it helps support the show because it gives us more exposure on iTunes so we can reach other business builders just like you. Guys, I want to leave you with this. Sometimes in business, you're going to have to deal with these things like chargebacks that are just a headache. They're just not fun. They're not glamorous, but it's just a part of doing business. And that's why I want to address this today. I want to make sure that you know that there are ways for you to minimize these headaches. But even when you minimize the headaches, they may happen. We still get chargebacks sometimes because people just go to their credit card company and report, hey, I didn't buy this when they actually did. And it could be an innocent mistake. I'm making light of it. But it happens. We all make mistakes and it's all good. And how you handle it, how you communicate with your customers is going to show them what you're really made of. There's a big difference between replying to an email that says, hey, I love your product. You're wonderful. Thanks for all your help. It's easy to reply to emails like that. But emails that are bad news... Replying to them take an art form and it takes the attention and the courage to just always be polite, be courteous and take it with stride. As they say, you got to taste the savory to enjoy the sweet. Guys, I hope you loved today's episode. I'll check you in tomorrow's episode. Can't wait to see you there. Take care.